You're now tuned into the Flip Flip Daily Audio Experience Podcast. The number one source for all things resale, stock market, crypto, NFTs, real estate, Amazon, flipping sneakers, Supreme, all things e-commerce, and so much more. Follow us on Instagram at Flip Flip and visit FlipResale.com. Let's get it. Hey, what's up, guys? Today's podcast is going to be a little bit of a treat. I normally do them by myself, but um, I want to start finding, you know, he approached me and wanted to do a podcast, and I like this page. He's got, you know, good followers, like good business, um, seems smart. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy this. I'm going to start bringing people on that I, you know, think will be, you know, bring value to you guys like I always do. And um, I hope you enjoy um, the beginning of the episode. It's just a little bit of a small talk, but I, I feel like it's cool to kind of show uh, unfiltered everything. I think that's the move for me now on my podcast is just kind of, uh, well, it's always been the move, but, um, you know, a little bit of small talk and then we, uh, we start the episode and dive in. Um, I hope you guys enjoy and, uh, yeah. I'm doing pretty good. Not, uh, too bad. Just staying busy. How about yourself? Same, man. Yeah. Just working my tail off. Uh, just ate some tacos. So I'm a little full, but, uh, you know, <laughs> <laughs> nice. where, whereabouts are you located again? Like in the, in the States? Uh, I'm in Florida, Florida. Okay. Nice. So yeah, you got yeah. nice weather and whatnot. That's not, not too bad at all for right now. Yeah. Sometimes it gets a little, you know, too hot, but, uh, for right now it's nice. You know, it's 70, 80, you got a breeze. Um, it's kind of more the moderate temperature yeah. versus the extreme hot in the summer. Probably. Right. Right. Yeah. Where are you at? I'm uh, in upstate New York, so like over by uh, Rochester, Buffalo, uh, a little west of Syracuse. So uh, we get a lot of snow, but right now it's actually uh, pretty nice out. It's like 60s, but, you know, for for us, we'll take it, especially at this point. Our spring starts a little later than most places, but, uh, you know, it it works out for the people that, you know, there's a lot of hunters and snowmobilers around us. So That's dope. Yeah, so... Yeah, I was trying. I was trying to. I was kind of looking at your page. You specialize in um, like cards and stuff like that, or or what do you do? Yeah, typically, um, you know what what I focus in is um, you know most of my followers are um, like from the card collector uh, realm, and then I've been kind of you know expanding into um, you know some of the sports news and whatnot that I share. So I've been getting kind of like a sports fan, but mostly what I do is buy and sell. Uh, sports cards, wax, sealed wax. Um, and then I'm also um, like a broker and like a consigner for like a lot of the, the higher end uh, collectors. And then also like a lot of the guys that do really well with like botting and stuff like that, that get, you know, hundreds of megas and blasters. And I'm able to kind of, you know, move them for them. And, uh, you know, I keep a small percentage, but I'm able to kind of help out both parties. So I've been, that's primarily what I do. So I'm kind of like a, I buy and sell typically, but then I'm also a you know, broker slash consigner. But yeah, mostly from the sports card uh, realm and, and the sealed wax realm, yeah, especially. That's cool, man. Yeah. I, uh, well, cool. Let's go ahead. We'll start the episode. Um, okay. And what kind of mine are pretty, I kind of just shoot the shit, to be honest with you. Um, yeah, I, I'm actually, I, I've been, uh, you know, listening to your podcast for probably the last year or two or so. Oh. And I've, so I, uh, I mean, I'm, I'm pretty familiar with it and you do a great job. That's kind of got me, uh, oh, dope. you know, thinking about like, uh, you know, some of the other flips that you do. So I'm not great at like, uh, you know, sneakers and whatnot, but I have a couple of buddies who are and, you mm. know, some of the other flips that you do with, uh, 
you know, your investments and stuff like that. It's kind of neat to, to see. I know there's a lot of pages similar to yours, but uh, you seem to, uh, you know, cut out the BS and, and uh, you know, kind of just like, yeah. you know, you're looking to help people out, which I think is pretty cool, you know? So, yeah, yeah. That's what I've come to realize, man. It's like, you make all this money, but it's like, what do you just sit on it and like, just, <laughs> exactly. just flex? It's, uh, right. it's nice. Right. Don't get me wrong, but, um, yeah, man, there's, there's something deeper to it. And, uh, you know, we started in, in 2017. I actually, what's crazy is I started the group. I was like, what if all these people were just in a chat together, like sharing like leads and, um, mm-hmm. to see it, what's happened. It's kind of, it's given me a lot of confidence. I need to start innovating and like keep, keep that curiosity, I guess. Sure. You know, keep yep. that curiosity. Um, yep. But cool. Let me start it. Um, hey, what's okay. up, guys? This is uh, the Flip Flip Daily Audio Experience Podcast. Uh, I know typically it's just me, but um, today we have James. Um, he is on IG Retro Boomin. Um, what's up, James? Hey, how you doing? Good, good. Um, <clears throat> you know, we set up this podcast. Typically, I do it alone, so excuse me a little bit. But, uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, we set up this podcast. We're going to kind of shoot the shit for people and kind of just bring value and get deep into really what you do. I I think the beauty of this podcast and what I want for, you know, with other people being on it is to find people who know what they're doing and just share a little bit of value. Um, so yeah, what do you do? Tell us, tell us uh, a little intro. Sure. Of course. Appreciate that. Um, again, my name is uh, James. You can call me Jimmy as well. Um, you could find me on Instagram. That's my primary, um, you know, way to contact me. It's retro.booman. And yeah, like Dylan was saying there, um, you know, kind of, I've been listening to the podcast and following along on Instagram, you know, of the flip flip page and, and I've been a fan since you know, probably about a year or two now. And, um, what I primarily do is I buy and sell, um, sports cards, uh, sealed, uh, cards as well, I guess referring to sealed wax, um, whether that's, you know, baseball, basketball, football, UFC, WWE now kind of the whole realm of things. So, um, that's primarily um, what I do is buy and sell um, those items. I've also recently, and kind of what I've been busy with the most, is working on my consigning uh, business. So that's kind of how I thought maybe we would be able to bring some value to the Flip Flip community. Um, I've been you know, consigning and brokering large uh, wax deals for those that I know um, are uh, good with the monitors and the bots and whatnot as far as being able to um, work and get large quantities and when of wax. You, um, and when you say consignment, that's um, so that's basically people, you know, they go to these stores, they go online, they get bulk, and then they sell it with you. And um, right? Correct. That's how that Correct. works? Correct. Yep, yep. And, I'll, and how that process works, I try and make it as easy as possible. So you're right there. People either, you know, go into these stores or online and get these large amounts, uh, you know, of sealed wax or boxes. And then, yeah, I work as kind of the consigner slash broker slash middleman. You know, they come to me and say, hey, I want to sell, um, you know, these blasters at, you know, $40 each. I have 100 of them. So, you know, they want to uh, net around $4,000. Um, I have a large number of private sources and sellers, and then I also use my uh, Instagram page, uh, nearly uh, you know, 70, 80,000 oh, followers. Yeah, yeah, yep. And then uh, what I do is I keep a small percentage, and the buyer actually, or excuse me, the seller actually gets paid first, which is nice. It's a little different than other consigners. Um, and then they send me their percentage from there. And the percentage fluctuates from 5 to 10% based on uh, and I'll tell the, you guys, how expensive um, the items are. 
just real quick too, I, I'm looking for somebody to do this on tickets, and I think I found it's called a listed, and um, supposedly it does really, really well because, hmm. like you said, you guys have private sellers, you have big pages, you know. Correct. Um, yep. It's kind of just a, a quick flip and get your cash, and I mean, I would assume sometimes too you get higher prices. I would think. Correct. Um, yeah. Yep. Exactly. Where a lot of these. Um, you know, people that don't have maybe the the buyers for these items have to uh, take a large percentage loss because, you know, they'll just find someone that'll buy it in bulk for, you know, they're still making profit, but a lot of times they don't make it nearly as what they can make uh, if they have the boxes in front of the right people and in the right hands. Okay. Well, that's dope, man. Um, so let's, uh, I have a question. Uh, what's, sure. the, what's the meta right now? What's, um, what would you say is this? I know, Sports cards were going crazy there for a little bit. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm trying to think like, I know, I kind of know the meta, but I want to hear from you since you're, you're sure. deep in it. I got, you know, so much shit going on sometimes. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah. Yep. So let us so, hear it. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, like what you're referring to, there's kind of like that sports card boom that, you know, we all kind of saw there during the pandemic, you know, where I think people had a little bit more time on their hands and I think people had more money on their hands than they were used to. Um, and that and the combination of you know, people cleaning out their closets, um, I think people started to say, hey, you know, I have this, you know, in my collection, I wonder what it's worth. And, you know, I think some people started to see they had some things of value. Um, I think we saw in the last probably six months to a year, we've seen uh, somewhat of a market correction, um, just like with any other healthy markets. Um, you're not always going to see um, constant rise in prices. You know, I think um, when there's that, that pullback. And I think um, the market got a little bit smarter as far as the consumers go. They started to realize what things um, actually may have potentially long-term value versus things that are just much more based on uh, hype and, and kind of a short-term value. So I think there's some of that that went on. But honestly, right, right. The, the market is very strong as it is. Um, the biggest thing, like I would tell anybody, uh, you know, is educate yourself first. Uh, don't just buy you know, items of big name guys that you think might be worth a lot, you know, make sure you ask those questions, find out what you're actually buying, you know, the brand of cards that you, uh, you know, are going to purchase, make sure they're the right licensed cards, et cetera. Um, but that's the biggest thing, you know, I think the market is very strong, but I would just, you know, uh, like I, I encourage everybody to do is to educate themselves first before they do start making purchases. And, and if anybody in this group has questions at all about cards or anything, and they don't, they feel like, you know, maybe, the question's a dumb question. Reach out to me. You know, question's a dumb question. You know, I'm happy to, to help you out and, and answer any questions. You yeah, have. I'll um I'll invite you into the Discord too. Um, okay, cool. We'll get you in there, and they can. But um, okay. So what do you what what about the meta though? What do you what are you thinking right now? What um, uh, is there anything that's like in stores that's like hot like it used to be like super crazy? When um, what the biggest thing I see right now is. Like right now, the hottest product for like new releases is Mosaic uh, NFL football. Right. Um, okay. So, so like that stuff, you know, I don't, not every product that releases is going to be, uh, you know, highly sought after. I think that's why it does take a little bit of research on the, the end of the people that are purchasing them to kind yeah, of figure yeah. out, you know, what release, you know, but with retail releases, you know, what's kind of king and what's alpha is, you know, Prism when that releases is for basketball, for NFL. That's typically the, the biggest, most sought after product and which has the, the biggest resale and long term, um, you know, price point. Like if you look at like Zion and John Morant's rookie year, you look at like those Prism boxes, NBA Prism boxes that came out. Those boxes are holding the mm. highest value versus See, that's... like. 
Optic, and then, you know, Don Russ, etc. But Prism is typically king, and then it goes Optic after that, usually. Okay, yeah, because when we first started, it was when, um, around that, like the box before you had Tatum, right? And then okay. Zion yeah. and uh, Morant came, and those boxes were, and I told people, man, I said, hold those things, like, and that's, let's Correct. let's dive into that. Um, I'm a big fan of holding some sealed wax long-term. Yes. Um, tell us about, smart. like, um, so for you, you have this huge network. What are your, is that kind of, like, I, I, I have a buddy, John, he goes to these shows with that stuff, and it's like, it's like flies to shit, bro. It's, it's uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? So, yeah. Yes. If you can touch I mean, on that. Yeah, uh, excuse me, 100%. Um, you're correct. I mean, if you show up to a show and you have, you know, prison boxes from like John Morant, excuse me, uh, NBA prison boxes from like John Morant, Zion, or even like you said, I mean, people will flock to you and they will pay top dollar. It's not like one of those things where you're going to usually have to like haggle with people that buy them. They know what you have, you know, and they know that like, they can't just go online and buy them. So, I mean, they, they typically will pay pretty much at comps for those bots, excuse me, for those boxes. Um, but you're right. I mean, even the year before, if, like people that have prism, uh, you know, boxes from 18, 19, like Luca's year, those are even more um, sought after and high end. I mean, boxes yeah. that mega boxes that cost, you know, 40, $50 back then originally retail. Um, I mean, they're hundreds of dollars, if not close to thousands now for Luca's, uh, rookie year you know so what you said especially um, i think is very smart um to hold on to sealed wax like that um now it's not smart to hold on to every product but you're right the ones that have the the rookies that are sought after um and that you think will have long-term potential in the league um that's smart because i look at those as they're like mutual funds you're not necessarily investing in one oh, yeah, rookie dude. You know what I mean? You're not investing in one rookie in that class. It's the potential of, you know, what's inside that box. So it's like you're investing a little part into every one of those rookies. Same thing with like Mahomes, um, you know, his NFL prison boxes. I mean, those things are very much sought after because. The what are they at? Was, what are they at? Do you have a, do you, have a, you got a I'll price? Have, what do you think? I'll have, to, I'll have to, I'll have to look them up what they are, but they're, um, I think his are. Thousands, mega, right? Yeah. Mega boxes, I think are, because his blasters are like at, I want to say like four or five hundred. So his megas are probably in the thousands. Um, same thing with Josh yeah. Allen. Um, you know, in the years like kind of like that. Um, and that's why you know people that hold on to that type of wax, um, it's only going to go up over time because uh, you know people buy. And here's that the thing. Um, inside that. And here's the thing too. Like we don't know what I tell people have like a collectible portfolio because we mm-hmm. we don't. So many things change. Like look at dogecoin look at um all these just ridiculous events we don't know um what could happen but if you take a 20 dollar box and make a hundred dollars on the lot that they sell with you or you know on ebay or whatever that's a free box and you just don't know what could happen man you want to have exposure Mm -hmm. you want to have collectible exposure um and there is a confidence to having like a shelf of just old sealed wax i mean uh it's cool. I love it. Um, I've been doing <laughs> it, it. And um, yeah, I just, I, I touch on that for so long. And I just want people to really understand that, that you could be sitting on gold in a few years. You just, and it was $10, $20 box. So. Correct. Yep. Um, and, and you know, that low overhead, I think is the key with the nice thing about retail is that you don't like with hobby boxes. The tough thing is, you know, if you spend five, six, $800, a thousand dollars on a box, 
you know, you have to put that, you know, overhead up and you're, and you're a little bit more, you know, I guess at risk there. But the nice thing is with, you know, blasters, cellos, um, and mega boxes, you know, like you said, they're 20 bucks, 40 bucks, 50 bucks each. Um, you know, you don't have to put as much overhead, um, for the chance that they might double, triple, and maybe even more in the future. Yeah. Okay. So, um, the next thing is, uh, graded cards and ungraded. Is there, is there still an arbitrage for that? Um, as far as ripping? So, um, I would say there is some, uh, arbitrage to that. Um, it's definitely much smaller than what it used to be for a couple different reasons. The mm-hmm. price and grading has gone way up. So, uh, you know, back a year, year and a half ago, you could submit cards for $25 a piece or less. Uh, yeah, right, you might right. not get them back for six, eight months, a year, but at least you're able to send, you know, a bunch of cards at once and maybe, you know, send a hundred cards, pay $2,500. But in a year's time, you might get back forty, fifty thousand $50,000 in inventory, maybe more. So it's kind of one of those things you invest now uh, and reap the rewards later. But now um, PSA, BGS, you know, all the major SGC, the major grading companies have realized you know, I think a couple of things that they were getting bombarded with cards that really shouldn't be graded. And then two, they were realizing they wanted a little bit larger piece of the pie as far as, um, you know, if they know that Jimmy sends a you know, $500 uh, card and then it gets graded for 25 and then now it's a PSA 10 and I can sell it for 10 grand. They kind of want a piece of that now. So <laughs> they've up, you know yeah. what I mean? They've, they've upped the charges and that end, which I get, but um, right. there is an arbitrage there as far as, ripping wax and like hoping to pull uh you know a, a desirable rookie and then having that grade well um that's even riskier so if you were to do that now i would suggest trying to find like clean go after the the rookies that you want for clean graded rookies and try and buy the singles and then submit them for graded but you have to be much more selective at what you're buying because now you're going to pay you know 75 to 100 dollars per card to get it graded so you want to make sure, you know, the, the juice is worth the squeeze as far as getting that card graded and, and having a, a nice profit when it comes back. So I think that there is an arbitrage there, small, much smaller. Um, you know, you just got to be very selective in what you do send the grading now. Yeah, and, and uh, it makes me think, I, I know some people, they do really well. I don't do well with crack. How are you at cracking cards? I, I'm uh, Like cracking, like already graded cards or... Um, like open packs and like getting packs like these home packs. runs. Have you yeah, ever had any? I, I don't see, I don't really do. The only time I really do that is like if my nephew, you know, who's nine wants yeah. to open something up, like something fun like that. But to be honest, like it's just, it's gambling, you know, and I don't you know, necessarily have anything wrong with that, but it, you just have to look at it no, for, for what it is. 100%. You know what I'm saying? It's like yeah. people can't look at opening packs as an investment. Um, you know, the investment side much more comes from trying to, like I said, find those good deals on clean, raw cards that you think will grade well um that's the biggest i guess skill slash arbitrage right now it's just, so, yeah yeah, yeah the, ar- the arbitrage with that i feel like is just finding players already graded on ebay and just buying them and flipping them you know i think Correct. i think that's the the real move um, yeah and, and there's a few different ways to go about that i mean you can buy guys in the off season like right now i'm buying a lot of football because there's a lot of highs on you know just march madness happening now with the nba mm. playoffs coming up um, a lot of attention is on those NBA players. People are scooping up like Giannis, um, you know, guys that they think may may go far in uh, the playoffs this year. But like guys like you know Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, even some Herbert. But I've been buying a lot of Burrow and Allen just because it's the off season and not a lot of eyes are on them. But 
when the preseason comes and that hype is there, I'll be able to. Did you watch that? Um, did you watch that Super Bowl? Yes, I did. Yep. Correct. Oh man, oh, it was. I wanted the Bengals to win. I don't know about you, but I just. Uh... I I did just because at that point there was you know such the underdog. No one expected them to to be there at that point. It's like <laughs> I'd love to love to see them, uh, you know, make it that final game. But yeah, it was it was pretty amazing. Well, cool. Sure. The last thing, uh, so candy in these sports NFT uh, card things. Have you seen any? How, how do you feel? How are you feeling about that? How, are you? Uh... You know, I, I'm still. You know, I've been kind of watching from afar myself. I definitely think there's something there. You know, mm-hmm. Panini's tried to kind of. It's been interesting because Panini has had some issues with some of the manufacturers. So how they've been releasing products now? They've actually been releasing NFTs before the physical product comes out. So like a lot of like the prism products have been released in NFT form. So like right. we've been able to kind of purchase those from there. And then the, the physical product will be released, excuse me, like a month or two. But um, I think there's something there. I don't think anyone's um, kind of, you know, hit it out of the park as far as um, coming out with the proper platform and, and the, the advertising for it. But I think there's definitely um, something there for sure. I think if Panini, excuse me, can, um, you know, kind of get their, their ducks in a row as far as being able to kind of, you know, keep with this. It'd be interesting to see how they can compete with like the other platforms. Um, but I think there's right. definitely something there, you know, especially um, with the younger generations, um, you know, being very much attracted to like the NFT and the, and the digital wallet, you know, type space. I think there's definitely you know, something. There and I think, sure, um, so. I think there's always going to be a market for the paper, but the NFT, just keep your eye on it because, uh, when these like clear winners start to show, um, you might be able to, uh, do what you're doing in that space, which would be pretty based, um, you know, yep. to, yep. to <laughs> buy in, you know, whack, I guess, uh, you don't call it wax anymore. You call it bits or something, you know? Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't know what the, the new name would be for it, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. But, uh, um, D- digital wax or whatever it is, but yeah. Well, cool, man. Yeah, it was good to talk to you. I think that was good. Is there any um? So the last thing, uh, do you work out? By the way, are you working out? And how, how, how about that? I do. I do a little bit. I play basketball when I can. Um, that's kind of like my, you know, my passion. So I, I do. I play basketball and I play racquetball. Those are kind of the the two dope, sports dope. I play now. So yeah, I try and keep myself active. Yeah, and um, so anything you're seeing right now as far as players that you you know a little alpha for us anything uh any rookies any uh anything weird yeah i mean um like i kind of mentioned there a minute ago you know when the when the eyes are on one thing like the nba and nba playoffs right now you know i try and look towards the nfl and uh you know those guys that are going to be starting every sunday so like those nfl quarterbacks um, you know, guys that maybe don't have a ton of attention on them right now. And then when NFL season, you know, gets upon us, I'm starting to look at, you know, NBA plays that, um, you know, maybe eyes aren't on and there's not a lot of attention there. So try and, uh, you know, look at the opposite of, of where the crowd is currently. And, um, exactly. 100%. You know, that's, that's where those plays are. You know, I don't feel like, um, you're doing the wrong thing, you know, do your research. And if you feel confident, invest in those players, but, as far as the sports card world go, goes, excuse me, I definitely stay towards the rookies and then um, the top guys like Luca, Ja, um, you know, those Tatum, blue chip long term. Yeah, just, exactly. Yeah. yeah, people that want to pers- you know, do the prospect game. I mean, they may hit one out of twenty times, but those nineteen losses, um, you know, they add. I like so that, trying, James. I, I like that, hundred percent. So, I love that. But yeah, I appreciate the time though, and like I said, if anyone has any questions at all, at all. 
uh, reach me on Instagram there at retro.bowman. But, uh, you know, besides that, I think we, we covered a lot. So cool. Well, thanks guys. Yeah. Again. Um, and James, we'll put them in the discord and you guys can message them and, um, you know, stuff like that. But, uh, that's awesome. Yeah. I appreciate that's it. all we got for you guys and peace out. Peace.